babies? Good day, sir. Oh, back to blue on blue on blue. Uh, I don't know. This is a blue shirt, so I guess it's okay. <laughs> well, this is not. I just the... think it's in my basement because I'm in the basement. This is not the night for technical difficulties. I just got I just got walloped with the automatic system update. Those fuckers. Apple, right? Fuck them. Yeah. Jesus. It's like you put them off, you put them off, and then one day they're like, no, this like you're fucked. Thirty minutes. Just you just have to wait. There's nothing. I have six do. updates to do on mine, and I just keep going. Remind me later. Remind me later. <laughs> and the number just keeps going up. You know, that's how pipelines get hacked. Yeah. <laughs> I forget which uh I forget what I was listening to. It was last summer. There was a big hack. It might have been like the Baltimore government was hacked. And uh, like <laughs> why does that not surprise me? <laughs> the NSA is like, yeah, these people like have old Macs or old computers from like 10 years ago and they refuse to update their McAfee like updates whenever yeah. it comes in and it's like those aren't bullshit it's whoever's doing the security has found a flaw in the security and they're trying to get you to update it and like 90% of America just says fuck it did you ever have you seen the last blockbuster the documentary they're no still, it's on the it's in the Quay though they're still using like the computers from like 1990 they don't even fucking work it's those those like typewriter printer type things <laughs> It's like you can't update your fucking system. I mean, it's like Jesus Christ. I know you got one left, but at least kind of get into the new age here. Yeah, no, the the newest one has the uh, the colored Apple uh, home home computers that that was big <laughs> back in the day. Oh, oh that's so funny. Well, um, that sucks. But the good news is another day without Ray. Yeah, so. it's all week. Yeah, this should go real swimmingly. Should be nice, close, tight shows. We can bang this thing out in thirty minutes. Get our points across. Not have a not you know be all screwed up by race. That's gonna be perfect because I'm hanging on by fucking threads right now. <laughs> just old man tired or or uh, hungover? Uh, like classic. Uh, just tired. I mean, it's been a long weekend. I was literally outside from I don't know nine yesterday morning until I don't know we went to dinner at seven, watched the Bruins game. So and then today it was just. Got a nice massage. Felt nice and relaxed. Full body massage today. And then fucking, yes. You go down to Chinatown for that? No, was, no, the old lady booked it, so I couldn't even get a happy ending. So you know how that goes. <laughs> really put really cramp in your style there. Oh, uh, yeah. I got one before I went. So does that count? Uh, no. Uh, yeah. All right. Fuck it. Welcome to the Silver Mind Sports Show. Uh, Monday headlines, May 17th. Welcome to the show. Uh, Monday headlines, uh, your hangovers are definitely cured by some of the best beer in New Hampshire. Head on down to White Birch Brewing in Nashville, New Hampshire. Bill address, please. 460 Amherst Street. Nailed it. Nice. Uh, <laughs> tap rooms open. Uh, get on down and get your flights, get your pints. The world is coming back to normal. Uh, go bring some friends. Uh, if you see it in the stores, pick it up wherever you get it. Tell them the Civil Minds boys sent you. White Birch Brewing. Okay, let's get into it. Bees drop game number one. We've been texting back and forth. I think we have different opinions of this game. I hate that you're a Bruins apologist. I hate it. I'm I know not apologizing. It, but yes, I mean, you are. When it comes to the when it comes to it, I know that you'll give them the proper criticism that they deserve. But right now, you're being way too soft in this team. That fucking game pissed me off. Yeah, it pissed you off a little bit more than me. I mean, I just 
you know what made it worse for me? So I went out with, uh, you know, man's parents last night and her fucking stepdad is a Capitals fan. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't getting so pissed. I mean, the f- first two lines didn't show up. So you, know, you weren't allowed to really let the, f- the fury really escape. You had a, you had to maintain a certain level of, well, like, we were at like a decency. dinner. Well, dude, I've known him for longer than I've known her. So he's seen me at my absolute drunken worst. And I've seen no. him at his absolute drunken, drunken worst. So, yeah, I, mean, I wasn't that pissed. I thought it was an even game. I, I expected this fucking grinding game. They couldn't handle that one three one zone. They've struggled with that a lot in the past. They couldn't have any breakouts. Their defense played terrible. You know, and in the first, the main cause of the first two lines, they were invisible. Invisible. You know, Taylor Hall out of the you know the first two, he was probably their better forward out of the top top six forwards last yeah, a night. Penalty, I mean, drew a couple penalties. Drew a couple penalties that led to the power play goal to tie it on a nice power play goal. I mean, yeah, the secondary scoring. You know, you started a little bit with Jake DeBrus scoring on that, that fourth uh, fourth line. But, yeah, the first two lines, they got a score. I mean, you went out and got Taylor Hall for a reason right now. And Krejci just looked lost. He got fucking laid out early by Ovechkin. Bad. That was a fucking nasty hit. And he, he, looked, just, he looked lost for the rest of the game. I mean, he was a yeah, step he really slow was. and just – I mean, I, I don't – you know, I'm not saying he had a concussion, but he was – Yeah, not, and this is, the pro- this is the problem that we were – you know, we've talked kind of going into this game. Washington's kind of built to beat you up. Mm-hmm. You know, f- physically, and, and you got Ovechkin at you know sixty, seventy percent, and he's laying hits like that. I mean, he looks like he's not hurt, which he is coming yeah. in. I don't know. They said that. I mean, they said he was out there pre warmups, skating his ass off. Uh, he said he's as close to one hundred percent that he's been all season, and it looked like it. Yeah, that he line, looked uh, That Ovechkin Wilson line friggin' owned you. And well, TJ Oshie too. Oshie I mean, he's, owned you. I mean, you're you're too. That was the biggest discrepancy of the game. But just the whole vibe of it, like the first the first period, you just got manhandled. Yeah, you got your ass handed to you. Second period, yeah, the rest of the game I thought was was a lot more even. The, the Bruins had a nice rush there, um, early mid third period where you know it felt like the they were going to break through, but for the most part, they did not feel in control of that game. Their offensive game was garbage. You know that dump and chase that. That's like the Bruins of old, man. I, I'm used to watching this team carried into the into the zone, and I, I get it. Like you said, that one three, they don't one three one. They don't really have an answer for it for right now. But that's what you have. Yeah, Marshan, uh, McAvoy, who was not silent but didn't do. He was a lot. okay. I thought, I, yeah, he was down. He made a couple extra passes in the crease um, near the crease that I just thought that they were trying to be a little too cute when you got a guy in there that's played five games this season. He was 40 years old. He's coming yeah. cold off of the injury in the first period. Like obviously the story, you know, the, the big stat of the game is 21 shots missed 24 shots on goal, 21 shots missed. Yeah. They had a, a lot of a, block shots. 40 year old goal backup goal. He wasn't played this season. You just have to, like the, the pucks that they got on net, he was all over the place. He literally fell into the net. That should have been a goal or a penalty. A they, game. It, it should have been a penalty too, because they were ready to score. A mess when yeah. they, when they added pressure and they they just couldn't add they just they could couldn't hit the net. Apply the pressure. I'm hoping it's just rust, but yeah, the, it, that was a joke. And the the saves that Craig Craig Anderson was was making, juicy rebound after juicy rebound, but oh, they could yeah. they could get in there to score. I mean that that pissed me off the the most. I you know outside of. I, I, we've talked about this with Tuca too. I mean, I don't think he was as solid as you thought he was. I thought his numbers were a little misleading. I thought even the first goal, I know McAvoy broke a stick that kind of led to, you know, one of those goals. But again, he 
it, it seemed like it was soft over the glove hand. He should have had that. And then again, we kind of disagree on the third goal. I, you know, it hit him in the chest. It went in, you know, that hit him square in the spoke B and it went in the fucking goal. That should have not have been a goal. And I was praying to God that it was offsides. My buddy Dave last night goes, that's offsides. And I'm like, please, please, please. As soon as they do the replay, I just walked out of the bar. All right, I'm out. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, no, the thing with Tuka, the first goal, the Wilson goal, uh, that was the type of shit that he was giving up uh, when he came back from injury, where it led me to say he's not totally engaged because he wasn't. Uh, Tuca at his best puts himself in, the, in a position there where he can at least get a shoulder on it. And I thought you saw him make a lot of those saves later on in the game. It some, seemed like he was getting more involved. There were, you know, t- how many goddamn uh, rushes did the Capitals have? Yeah, they had a uh, lot. Off of bad defense, bad turnovers. Marshan's turnovers last night were disgusting. So I thought Tuca was, kept you in the game for stretches. Uh, last night, um, like we like we said, the Ocean Vetchkin line were were nasty. I mean, they they yeah. were bringing it. Um, the last goal, I I just it was tipped. You know, I, I I get that it hit him in the chest, and you and you you want to you want to say you got to collect that, but that just just as easily could have been tipped over his shoulder. He just once it got once it the stick hit it, he had no idea where it went. That so I don't know. I, I just think he should have saved them. I just think the, those two goals, the, the second goal off the tip deflection um, where they, I think they tried to credit Ovechkin, but it came from the, the blue line, you yeah. know, and it ended up, it ended up hitting off uh, Lausanne or, or Kevin I think Miller it was in, stick, in, fr- yeah. in front or of was the it net. Miller? It, either one it was one of those two guys in the front of that. I don't put that one on Rass, but again, you know, he, he probably should have saved Wilson's goal. And then the third goal, I thought he should have saved. I, he doesn't look as, you know, we've talked about this last week. Is he locked in? No. Is he going to be, you know, he's going to be good if the offense is there, you know, because that's a game they could have won. If they score a couple goals, they're going to win that game, right? And he didn't play at his best. So the problem is now he's coming back from the back injury. He's completely had to change his style. He got kind of, he's out of that kind of butterfly now because I, I'm pretty sure that's direct related to his back. So, they, and you know what pissed me off even more? And this is why I was so pissed about Tuka this story. His, his uh, comments after the game where he's like, I don't know when it's going to come to an end. I got to start reevaluating that shit. Shades of last year coming. And this is where like, you need to have a short fucking leash and you need to think and get Swayman ready. I know he's a rookie, but we feel confident. I've said going in, I feel confident if you have to go to him full time. And right now you cannot, if you go down to nothing, you have to make a change and it might just, just a spark. And, and I just don't think he's healthy enough. He's trying to gut it out to be a baller. He's trying to play for a contract with the Bruins, but I don't know if I don't trust him right now. Yeah. What, it, what I did two weeks ago. I just don't, I don't. You're in it, uh, like last night. If last night continues to happen for four, to six games in this series, you're going to lose. And it's the worst case scenario that we talked about. It's two Rask at 75%, 80, 80% of what of himself. And right now, the way the kids playing, the way Swayman's playing, he's better than two Rask at 75%. And the, you know, the team does play in front of him. but the point, the point, you know, and I think Cassidy will make that call. I don't think he's afraid to make that call, especially if they're down Oh, two, he's you got all the to. excuses in the world. That's a, that's a no brainer. It'll be interesting if they get down three, one or something in the second period on Tuesday and or Monday and, uh, and see if he makes a switch in game. That'll, that'll be more interesting to me. If they go down to two, it's a real easy call for Cassidy. Um, or even if they win five, four or something and, and Tuka looks shaky, those will be a little bit more interesting calls, but, but I, I don't want to get bogged down on Tuka because he's, he's not the reason they lost. No, he's score. not the reason they lost their, their first Marchand, Bergeron pasta. I put the, I put it squarely on them before we came into the playoffs. We asked who had the most pressure. Number one was Tuka for sure, but I put pasta and Martian on that list. And last night kind of, kind of showed, showed me why they just, they are, they allow themselves to be pushed out of the game by bigger teams. We saw it against St. Louis. 
We even saw it against the Lightning, who their defense was big, uh, you know, in the bubble and some of their frontline guys. But I, they just fall out of the game. Martian was like audibly bad. Just yeah, flipping yeah. I'm pucks hoping... into the fucking into the neutrals, like just terrible, terrible turnover. The whole the whole line was even Bergeron on the faceoff. I think he was under fifty percent winning faceoffs too. He was just bad. Was the it? Whole... No, they were up like twenty four to. Uh, I thought he. I thought face-off. he was. I thought he was not good. Like he again, missed I w- five shots Maybe at that, the bumper. I... Basically, he missed yeah. the goal completely. His his shot was off. Pasta stick holding just sucks. Flat out, just sucks. He is loose with the puck if he's not shooting it. And now even his shot is not as deadly as, as it has been before. They need to, that's what pissed me off. That's what pissed me off. Their inability to lock in and, and be the perfection line. Yeah. Really, By the end of that game, I was fuming. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's understandable. And, and especially like, like I said, you know, you were at, at home watching, I'm assuming. So, you know, I'm trying to watch it at a, like a bar. I can't and I've been it. drinking all day. Yeah, and I can't – well, me too. I started drinking at 11 and 30 yesterday, I think. Yep. And, and um, so, like, I didn't – I couldn't hear a lot of the game, and I didn't I didn't get a chance to rewatch it. But, yeah, I, just from watching, I, you know, they, they were terrible. And you got to be better. This is it. This is two years in a row. You know, last year you had an excuse because you were the only scoring line, and they got shut down. Now you got a second line. So it's supposed to take some pressure off you, but you're still seeing if they're – it's like the Capitals just didn't trust the other lines. You know, they're, yeah. they're still going out there to shut down the number one line, and – and I don't know if that's a, you know, that's credit to the Washington, but they're giving zero credit to that second line. So, I mean, that's where that, that's where you need to pick up. If your first line is going to struggle like this, this is where you need to start Taylor Hall scoring some goals. This is why you brought him in here. And this is what he needs to do. You've had that second line has looked great in 16 games. I mean, plus 15, plus 21 for Krejci and, and um, Taylor Hall too. It, the, the biggest problem in the, you know, third line was, I didn't even hear their name all night. They I'm were, pretty they sure were, they didn't play. Coyle was. Awful. Like he looks like he's playing in mud. Um, Nick Ritchie looks kind of lost. He tried to shake it up with Ovechkin a couple times, but no, third line was useless. Fourth line came out on fire. Obviously, DeBrusque had a good game. He was all over the place. I thought the second line, I thought Craig Smith had some nice plays. He looked like he was uh, at full speed. Uh, Taylor Hall, obviously, I thought looked pretty good. He was laying, he was laying his weight around too. Krejci, um, you know, if Krejci can kind of lock in, I don't know if that hit affected him, but I, you know, I think that second line can be effective and you just need the first line to produce a little bit and, and you'll be okay. Um, let me, that being uh, said, they're winning tonight. Okay. Okay. One, one going one, one into Wednesday. They're, they're winning tonight. I'm just, I'm going to talk, chalk it up to rust. They haven't played in a week. They benched all these guys. Just yeah, I, I, a little bit outside of the normal stuff. What were, so I had texted you early on that Lausanne was driving me insane. He, I think he had, I don't know what he ended up on a plus minus. He had to have been in the minus. Yeah. I think it was on the ice for all three goals. If I don't, if I'm not mistaken, or no, I know the first two for sure. Cause he was on the McAvoy line and then he had a couple bad penalties, a cross checking got in the box i didn't mind that one because ovechkin was running guys and he he threw one right in ovechkin's jaw and um they needed to send a message at some point it's not what you wanted like that's it's the exact penalty that you don't want to get drawn into but i thought at that point in the game you kind of needed to push back a little bit yeah um but other than that no just the way he handles the puck he put two right in front of tukaras that they got lucky not to score on um his but his physicality was needed in that game i thought so I was a little 50-50 on him, but he, he was kind of a microcosm of the entire decor. And they were bad. Their D was bad. The whole they were bad too. I don't know and if everything. he's gonna play ton. He he did not practice on Sunday. He hurt his hand in the game there, uh, left the ice, came back. I, I don't know. Either way, I don't think he's a make or break type of guy, but I just thought he stood out in that game 
for better bad. or worse. Yeah. Um, I thought he you're, cost you more than the physicality helped you. When you're a third pair D, you know, you're the third D pair and you, you know, you hear his name and see his face plaster all over team more. TV more than any other D guy. There's a problem there because it wasn't good things. It was bad. You saw him in the, again in the box. Again, yeah, justified, but still, you can't put you can't put Washington in the penalty when you have one of the best scoring power play power play goal scorers in the history of the NHL in Ovechkin. You just can't do it, especially when you're trailing. You're already down two to one at that point, or so it's like you have to. It's just a dumb penalty to take. Wait till later in the game. I get it. You try to run him, but it's not going to send a message because Ovechkin's still going to do the same shit. This is yeah. the game he plays in its show. Yeah, it's hard to send a, a message of Etchkin. And he was, I mean, he was locked in. He had the he had the ass last night. He had the eyes. But I, I a couple other guys before we move on. Um, Mike Riley, I like that pickup. He's been great for them, but he looked like he had doe eyes last night. You need that, him to get that puck out of that one three one zone, and he couldn't do it. That moment was way too big for him. Uh, uh, was that his first playoff game? Probably, right? He's been in Ottawa and a couple of Mont- shitty points. Montreal, I think, too. Yeah. Um, like and Grizzlick, this is not the series for Grizzlick. That guy, he's so small. He's yeah, so he, small, he was, and he's not good enough. He's not good. He's not as good as Krug to avoid some of those hits and and be as uh, effective on the power play. And we've seen the power play struggle this year because of it. You're, you've been more bit of a Grizzly guy than I have. I was, I was a little bit um, uh, less excited that they were going to hand the reins over to him, especially with McAvoy. And I think, I think this is going to be a tough series for him. Yeah, and he's banged up, too. You saw him get kind of hurt yesterday, too. He was kind of limping around the ice. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't mind him on that McAvoy. Excuse me, that McAvoy pair. You know, they, they're scoring. The, 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 you need some kind of rush out of your D, and those are the two guys that could do it. You know, and, again, Riley was a disappointment because – you need your puck moving to defenseman. Him and Carlo can move the puck, and you got to get them to get the long stretch passes to get out of this three-one zone. They they couldn't do it, and it, this is going to be a problem. You didn't see a lot of it in Washington this year, so it's something a little bit new. And the, uh, you you saw him back in 2011 struggle with this in, in the Stanley Cup, and I know it's 10 years ago, but they they've struggled with this for a long time. And that in the power play, dude, they're your 10th is the lowest they've been since um, Bruce Cassidy took over. So I mean, you're, you're trying to do everything you can there at this point. And what do you think happened pause to pause the shot? I mean that when he got, he was in Ovechkin territory last yeah. year and earlier this year when he got it on the circle and he just is not he just doesn't have it right now. I mean no, and they they shut him down too. Or, yeah, they they come right at him. And, you know that's their that's their one play and and again another thing we saw that it's Daniel Charter that long reach that he had. They they have big bodies in that team. They were using their sticks to their advantage. Their advantage. They were block you know tipping shots away, blocking shots. You know, they were just getting the reach and the Bruins could do fucking anything. So I, I expect major changes coming on offense this, you know, tonight. And I, I think Bruce, you know, you've seen him make good changes. I think he's one of the best coaches in the NHL. So I expect him to come out and win. Let's just hope it was a four day rust that, you know, they haven't played. They've just playing themselves. So let's hope yeah. that it is. And because again, it's going seven last night, just proved it. It's going seven. Just, you know, they're too evenly matched right now. And that it showed. And now you got Samsonov coming back. So Craig Anderson's probably not going to play. You got, uh, uh, what's his name? He just came off COVID v- too. You know uh, what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about. Uh, Kucherov. No, no, no. No, Kucherov's Vinetsov. Tampa. Vinetsov. Yeah, he's he's back. So they just came off COVID. I don't know if they're going to play. I don't know how their conditioning is, but I mean that's that's tough now. So they said Samsonov is that how he likes it pronounced? Like an asshole. They said that he's probably likely to get the start on um on Monday. 
uh, and Kuznetsov is not quite ready yet. So yeah, but they're both off. So they're they they're hate close. him though. They are pissed at Kuznetsov. Oh yeah, he's been getting COVID all year. Yeah, he's he in trade care. talks. They're fucking pissed. But he might he might be coming back hard yet too. No, yeah, you're right. I expect uh, uh, at least Bergeron and Marshan to come back, have good games. I expect to see a different approach and. Um, yeah, you, you'd hope for a win. You should win. You, if you get, you get your doors blown off in this series, that's not oh, good. Yeah. Uh, all right. Look, a couple looks around the NHL uh, was watching that Tampa Florida game. As we record this, that's some physicality going on right there. In that first period, they're knocking the shit out of each yeah, other. I didn't get to see it. I just came from dinner. So, but yeah, I, <laughs> that's going to be a big series and they got Stamkos and Kucherov back. Yep. Um, Florida looks up to the challenge, though they were winning when I shut the when we got on here. Uh, Islanders take down the Pens in overtime. All three games uh, went to overtime on Saturday. Playoff um, hockey, baby. Yeah, it's just great. I, I, I like. I was getting nervous watching the Lightning game. I don't even give a shit what happens. In that <laughs> game. Uh, Palmieri, two goals and the game winner. Does that sting a little bit as a guy that was linked to the Bruins? I know Taylor Hall's been awesome, and we're all excited about Taylor Hall, but. He didn't fucking score, in the play and they oh. lost. And Palmieri goes in there, gets the upset and the overtime winner. It's just like, fuck, man. Like It kind of does suck, but, I mean, again, you know, you're paying a first round for a rental. Obviously, Taylor Hall was the right play. I hated it. You know, we were bitching that they didn't want to pay it. Yeah, it's things a little bit, only because he lost. If the Bruins win, you know, he scores two, three goals. It doesn't matter because if the Bruins won, it only stings right now because you just dropped game one. So, yeah. Yeah. If, if Taylor Hall goes scoreless, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know what the I don't know what the number of games is, but that pressure is going to start to mount on him too. Oh yeah, so they're, they're going to start producing. Last uh, last hockey point here, I just had to touch on this because it's just so ridiculous. It's fucking stupid. The Canucks and the Flames are playing four games while the playoffs are going on because obviously they had COVID, and the NHL is making them play it out. I get a, a contracts. I'm sure people have incentives. There's TV deals. It's just weird and dumb. Like. <laughs> Like, Can we say one playoffs thing? going on and these guys yeah. are playing meaningless game? How pissed are these players? Like, are you fucking shitting me? Dude, we went through a does. month of COVID. We felt, yeah. you know, we got it. We all, they all got it. They got some rare disease of it too, but they're shitting their brains out like, like malaria. And now they got to go play useless games against the Calgary flames to end the season. I, I, it's I, so they must stupid. Be livid. Dude, baseball's baseball. Uh, you know, when games get rained out late in the summer, you got to try to make it up. Sometimes we'll get them in the last, you know, last day or two of the season. If they don't mean shit, they're like, yeah, you don't have to make it up. I think the Cardinals and the uh, Detroit Tigers last year were a prime example because there was talk that if the Cardinals already clinched, it wasn't going to change their record or, or vice versa or something. So they were like, yeah, you might not have to make it up after the Cardinals played fucking 26, seven inning games last year with yeah. all their double headers. So, I mean, yeah, baseball. It, it, yeah. Yeah. You're right. It was, in, they had winning percentage. They went by winning percentages. Right. And if it was too close and that game would have mattered, they would have played the last game, you know, the day after the regular season. So, I mean, it didn't matter. And they kind of, these four games are fucking stupid. You're going to pay these guys, whatever, pay them their incentives. Who gives a shit? If the teams don't want to play, it means nothing. Why are you playing? It means nothing. Do you think the fans are watching? Like, is there a TV contract where they got to get, I guess. Yeah. There's, there is probably someone in, you know, in his ice hut in fucking Calgary. Root, yeah. rooting them on looking looking for the uh 18 year old defenseman that's going to take take him to the cup in six years want to see him get on the ice eh all right uh, it's just so stupid dude so stupid i just I, I feel bad for those players just like get get it the over with speaking of getting it over with the boston celtics have clinched the number seven seed so 
Well done, boys. Well done. Uh, they played on Sunday as we record this, or they uh, sent uh, some guys out there in jerseys to play. They actually almost beat the Knicks for whatever that's worth. Uh, Tatum didn't play. Kevin didn't play. Smart, you know, no one played. Uh, but they'll be taking on the number eight Wizards, who are not the hottest team, not one of the best teams, but Russell Westbrook broke Oscar Robinson's triple-double. He's playing out of his mind. Bradley Beal uh, just got beat out by Steph Curry for the scoring title this season. So those two guys alone probably will beat the Celtics. Especially a injured Celtics team. You're not healthy. You're missing Jalen Brown and Kemba. We can't trust them. You got to – is a playing tournament back-to-back games or you get a day off in between? I think it's a day off if you, so yeah, the way it's going to work, if the Celtics win, they're in to the, they're in the playoffs. They're the seventh seed. They will take on the nets. If they lose, they will play the winner of Charlotte and the Pacers. Whoever wins that series will be the eighth seed and they will play the 76ers. So if you're a Celtics fan like Bill or Ray that are rooting for uh, the end, the end is near and uh, tanking, you got two more, you got two games left, hopefully in your eyes. I'm interested to see if the Celtics are actually full on tanking. They clearly took their foot off the gas pedal this last week and a half. As soon as the Jalen Brown injury news came out, Tatum took his days. Kemba and smart took it, took a game off. Um, but they beat the Timberwolves on Saturday with a meaningless fucking game. So I'm curious with Kemba Tatum, smart Fournier, Rob Williams out on the court. I want to see their compete level and if they're actually tanking or if they're, or, or, or if they're trying, because if they're trying, they can beat these teams. If they, they want. should, they should beat them if they're, if they're trying, but they haven't looked like they've been trying for 90% of the season. That's <laughs> like, let's be real here. The know, amount of talent, I know, the but there's t- still basketball to talk about. I'm trying <laughs> to pull the last thread out of this fucking terrible, terrible, oh frustrating God, season. Like, can you just like give us a little bit? Like, if you get the seventh seed, you take the Nets. Kyrie's all distracted. With what's going on over in fucking Jerusalem right now? Can you? <laughs> <laughs> Can you just pull a couple games out of yeah out of your ass yeah, just please. to make them sweat? Like, make give me some uh, fucking entertainment. This is what the whole thing's about. Yeah, it it is, and I you know I'm not the biggest basketball fan, but yeah, I mean you I don't want them to lose. That's for sure. I mean, yeah, if they went on a run, but it just I just don't trust them to win. They should beat this team. They should beat Washington. They should beat the Pacers. They should beat Charlotte. You know, I, I don't think you're gonna lose. You're gonna probably lose to the Nets, but yeah, take a couple, make it interesting. Don't fucking go down like a fucking wet blanket yeah. like let's go like and just make it meaningful just you're embarrassing this has been an embarrassing season for this team and now you're in a fucking play on play in tournament which you never should have been you're better than the knicks you should have been the four seed you're better than the fucking knicks yes yes of course obviously the Jalen brown injury changes things but even to that point like your roster with kemba tatum i get we we understand what smart is but the way rob williams played like even with just kemba and tatum you should be a, a, a four or five seed. So I'll be interested to see at the very least showcase Kemba showcase Marcus smart showcase Rob Williams before this season is over. Don't let it end on a sour note that everyone just quit. When you go into the off season and try and trade these guys, let them, sh- let them show their way out and uh, lose in five tough games to the nets. Not just get, not just losing the fucking play in to the Pacers. And if you're the eighth seed, you're going to get blown out by Philadelphia. Blow, that one will sting. You're going to get swept by Philly. You haven't. I don't. You beat them all year. No. 
don't think so, right? I don't think so. No. Uh, Doc Rivers. Early in the season, did they? They might. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But with Doc Rivers, I mean, he's a difference maker in the series. He's a better coach than Brad Stevens. I, you know, I think we've always said he's a little overrated, but he's still a pretty solid NBA coach. Well, they'll sweep the Celtics and then they'll blow a three-one lead to the Nets in the uh, and yeah, you know, or three-zero lead. It's got to it's got to happen. Three. I want a three-zero <laughs> just for Doc. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am interested to see how Kyrie handles the. Uh, the Israel Palestine uh, controversy going, you know, conflict going over there. Something that he, you know, has zero ties to, but whatever. Story for another day. <laughs> you know, the, the quotes out of him are very Kyrie. We don't have to go down that road because I get it's a sensitive subject, but it's not all about basketball right now as they enter the playoffs. So go Nets. Um, hot passport. Let me do the hot pass. Oh, wait, hold on. We got a basketball Hall of Fame. Just quickly, Garnett, Duncan, Kobe went into the Hall of Fame this weekend. Great speech by Garnett, too. Loved it. Um, yeah, Garnett was all over the news. You know, from a Celtics angle, the best quote was, you know, the only mistake I made about the Celtics was not coming here sooner. He loves it here. He hates the Timberwolves and their ownership. He was supposed he, to buy it. He yeah, was supposed to buy it. Him. They wouldn't let him because was, the owner's such an asshole. Yeah, Taylor. And he just sold it for $1.5 billion to A-Rod. The Timberwolves yeah. just went for $1.5 billion. That is fucking incredible. I did... Ha- Find Wick, find a way to get Garnett in the building for the Celtics to get in Jason Tatum's year every week. Like get that. He loves your organization. He's the, one of the most respected NBA players of his generation. You have a, a, a chemistry and a makeup problem on your roster and your team and your organization right now. Bring that man to Boston. Yeah. Give me that pit bull. At, give me that pit bull fucking attitude. Not like Marcus Smart's fake pit bull attitude. I yeah. want that pit bull attitude that Garnett has that could fucking back it up. The guys are going to average 22 and 14 to win the MVP. The guys are defensive player of the year. The f- soon as he came on Boston, like that's what you need to bring that toughness. Those Celtics don't have it. We've been saying it for years. They, they don't have any fucking toughness since Perk left, since Garnett left, since even Pierce. Say what you want about Pierce, but he had some fucking toughness in him. Yeah, he, I mean, was, he, an he, was, an he was an asshole. There's no assholes. There's only whiny bitches on this team. Yeah. There's no assholes. You need a, you need a couple ass assholes who are good like marcus morris was an asshole he wasn't good tristan thompson i think's an asshole but he's a kardashian asshole like you need yeah you need that fucking garnet thing and if anyone hasn't checked out that athletic about the stories from players and coaches around the league about garnet and it's crazy shit that he does check that article out because <laughs> It's a fucking wild man. Like, there's a reason people love him. Your wife tastes like Honey Nut Cheerios. <laughs> Quote of the century. Uh, also, uh, we knew this, but Pierce is going in uh, this yes. year with Bosch. First, first ballot. Denver. I love to see it. Yep. First ballot. And, uh, and Mike Gorman got some, I forget the name of the award, but they award uh, special announcers and they get in the Hall of Fame. He should be there. Shit, he's been announced for 50 years or whatever. Like, oh, yeah. Some him of and, the greatest games of NBA history with the Celtics. So, him and Heinsohn go back since the 70s. And it's good. I mean, I like Pierce getting in. Even Weber was on the ballot eight years. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's good to see him get in. I think he, he got kind of fucked up with that Fab Five shit. You know, that I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of held that back. I mean, we all knew uh, Chris Weber's a Hall of Fame player, just got fired by TNT, too. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's going to see what happened. And then him and Jalen Rose kind of made up today on ESPN. Now it's, but I love, I love seeing Pearson, you know, you're going to retire his number. He's going to be all, he's now in the hall of fame. I mean, there we go. It, yeah. It's good. Good to see. Honestly, one of the greatest Celtics of all time. Um, yep. That's saying something considering the legacy of the Celtics. It is. And I know that Celtics are all about, all about hyperbole. And a lot of people think that Marcus smart is one of the greatest Celtics of all time or Chatham's already there, but Pierce 
truly number was. two in scoring behind the Celtics of all time. That's saying something considering Larry Bird and all these guys they had. Oh, it's yeah. just it's it's incredible. And Pierce, I, I've loved Pierce forever. And he gutted it out. He got it out through some really bad times. You asked for a trade, they went Gar- Garnett. They didn't trade. They won the chip. So yeah, Pierce awesome uh, all right quickly hot passport uh 25 bucks for this sucker we got it in hand you got the uh, uh 50 plus breweries in the greater northeast area that keeps growing you can also get it digitally it's 25 bucks uh consider it six bucks a pint you get half off your first two pints at any of these breweries throughout the year so you're making your money back on a six pack but it gets better go to joinhotpassport.com enter the word simple s-i-m-p-l-e Get $5 off. You're making money on a six-pack of pints. Join hoppassport.com. Um, all right. Uh, Sox were crushing the Angels over the weekend. Uh, Barnsey, unfortunately, blew the save today. It was a five-out. It was a tough It was a four-out save. Uh, Trout hit a little blooper, and then uh, Otani blasted one into a – Right around the pesky pole. I was hoping it was foul. But, yeah, I don't – yeah, Barnes – he still looked good, man. Like, yeah, there was a blue pit. I mean, he even said it after the game. He's like, yeah, as soon as they went off the bat, I thought it was an out. And they just couldn't get there. He beat the shift, which is weird because he had two, they had two guys in the outfield, but plus the right fielder. It's like he still couldn't get it. It sucked. I mean, it's one of those Texas a, leaguers, as they call it in baseball. It's a tough lineup to go through because Otani is hitting the fucking cover off the ball right now. And then obviously Mike Trout's Mike Trout. So, I mean, it's uh, it sucks. He had the opportunity to win in the night, too. He had two runners on with one out. What happens? You with back to back strikeouts. You know, Hunter Renfro struck out with a game on the line with three. Uh, no, it was a uh, Michael Chavis. Sorry, with three balls right down the middle of the plate, and he could not fuck ninety six. That's what you're right here for. You're supposed to be a home run hitter, and he just fucking was out of out of control. Nathan Valdi sucked today. You know, four runs in the first two innings. I think he gave up two, uh, four in the second inning. Kind of settled down. I think he made through five. You know, he's on. The, they came back. Devers had a fucking a monster home run that kind of Dude, took the lead. He's on superstardom track right now. He is. He he's is. On I mean, budding superstar on track right now. He's yeah. blasting the cover off it, and his defense has been. Yeah, that was my next point. His defense has been, you know, better as the month of May's came, and and Hunter Renfro this year, to, and then April's uh, three hundred four. He's got four home runs in the last like seven games, and he, you know, his outfield, his defense in outfield is disgusting. We didn't mention it earlier, but his, that throw he had the other night against the the, um, the A's, yeah, cutting down someone on a triple was a fucking a rope. He cannoned that from center field and threw he's it on known a fucking for his dime. arm too. Right. I mean, I don't think yeah, he's got an arm he's known for, but um, he's got a big power arm and uh, you know, uh, obviously he's playing right bat. field. Well, which is probably one of the hardest positions to play in all of baseball, that right field, you know, in Fenway park. And he's playing it very well. He's got, you've seen him going back to the wall, make some good catches, come back. Well, I mean, I'm, we were down on him for a while, but he's, it, it's kind of clicking with him. So, well, we talked about this is what's going to be with that bottom of the lineup. Marwin Gonzalez was out there and right today, made a nice play. Um, you're, you're just going to see good months. You or what you want to see is good months out of one or two of these guys at the bottom of your lineup. They're platoon players for a reason. When yep. they're hot, you leave it up to core to, to play who's hot and, and, and you kind of you play your cards that way. And hopefully you can you can get away with it. But. Yeah, we know we know the deal with the with the Red Sox here. It's it's still at the end of the day going to be pitching. It's going to be um, bullpen pitching at this point. And look, your your bottom three in your rotation is actually kind of carrying you right now. If Erod and Evaldi can, um, they're they're a, I would say a little bit below what they probably could and should be at to this point in the season. So if they can figure this shit out, if Chris, they're expecting Chris Sale back actually in July. Now they're saying. We'll yeah, but you, they, you'll we'll probably see, see him start like four innings, three. Well, four I'm saying innings, yeah. they don't—they don't know if they're going to put him in the bullpen back, but he'll be an arm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you know, best still the best record in baseball. 
Would have been nice to see him sweep the Angels. The Angels fucking suck. God, yeah. they are a putrid organization. Seems a fun team to watch, though. I mean, I, I do get excited to watch baseball. I mean, it, you know, you, especially from last year where they were so bad. Like, this team is actually exciting, and it, it's it's fun to watch them. So, yeah. Go uh, Sox. We didn't uh, – real quick, I know you got to go. We didn't touch – I didn't put this in the email. Um, fuck the Dodgers and fuck Pujols for signing with the Dodgers. That pisses me off, too, because now he's agreed to be a part-time player with the Dodgers but refused to do it with L.A. With the Angels, fuck him! Like that, yes. it's such a bullshit move. You could have went somewhere, played DH, played like don't give that excuse to play for the Angels when they cut you because that was the biggest. And now you go to the, hey, I'll go to the Dodgers. I get it. You don't have to move. You don't have to do any of that shit. But now you're gonna be a, a bit player because once Belgium yeah, comes for, back, where like, are you gonna get in the lineup? What is that ring really gonna do? Like you've uh, already this, got two. Yeah, like come on, man. Like honestly, was it just about not moving out of your house? Like he could have, he could have picked up a spot with a, a contending team somewhere. Do you think anybody was actually? A, do you think anybody was actually in on him though? Maybe that's the thing. Maybe the Dodgers needed. A, they saw a hole. They Bellinger's kind of beat up, you know. So he's still a few weeks, maybe longer, for coming back. So I mean, they did have a hole there. You could play him, you know, every couple of days. He's still got a, a bat now. Going to the National League, it's probably going to be better. I mean, you're not hitting that American League pitching, even though that division is. They're, they're Blake Snell, you Darvis. Yeah. You know, that's a tough division down there. So I thought St. Louis was going to take him, but it's just. I thought a, so too, but. I, I don't like it. I, I mean, I hate the Dodgers. So seeing. The problem with St. Louis, though, so you look at it, sucks. you have Paul, Paul Goldschmidt there playing first, and, it, you know, he's disgusting. So you're not going to. He's not going to get benched for Pujols. I mean, maybe a day off, but again, don't, don't, don't bitch. You want to be a part time player and then sign to be a part time player in LA. Fuck you. Any thoughts on UFC 262, Olivier over uh, Chandler? Yeah, Olivier, a fucking great fight. I mean, I thought he, you know, he almost got knocked out in the first round. Michael Chandler, you know, they, they kind of fast-tracked him. He was a Bellator three-time champion, and uh, lightweight champion of Bellator, and I thought he knocked him out in the first round, and then you saw it. He came back and caught him with a fucking uppercut in that second round. He was done. So, I mean, it was great, great fights. And uh, Tony Ferguson, kind of uh, Jewish, Duarsh, or I forget his name, but he – Jewish? Dewish, it's like do you oh. it's something like that d-u-v-i-s-h or something like that I, I don't know how to pronounce it but he popped on he had a uh ankle lock on him and basically popped his knee out he didn't he refused it he refused to tap and then easy decision in three rounds but it's good it sets up you got another one coming up in a few weeks um izzy's fighting nate diaz is fighting so i mean you got some good fights coming up some names coming up for the fight yeah. club all right uh monday headlines may 17th we'll see you on tuesday um, anybody looking for Ray, you're going to, he's, he's not here. He's not here. He's fighting off, uh, putting a bullet in his head, uh, in in Disney. Disney. <laughs> anybody who consciously makes the decision to go to is with two kids. Wow. Uh, you, you either an idiot or a better man than me. I don't know, but, uh, he'll be back next week. We'll be back on Tuesday. Uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. What an idiot. What a fucking idiot. Dude, oh, I couldn't do it. Dude, I, I didn't go with kids, but I was in Bush Gardens like a month ago, and that was like so many people there. Dude, he texted us at 3.30. He's like, yeah, I'm waiting for dinner. Dude, it's 3.30. <laughs> what a fucking it'll time you go served, to dinner. Yeah, it's, it'll be served at 6.30. There's a line. Jesus Christ. I'm just not. I am not a uh, amusement park guy at all. Never been. Never have been. Never going to be. I don't like waiting uh, in lines. That's my no, I wait. For, I wait. Well, I wait in line for nothing. The only thing I'll wait in line for is a concert to get in, like, before the doors open. 
I'll stand for five minutes and wait to get into a show and a beer line at a concert. <laughs> yeah, it. right. That's it. That's it. Maybe at a, maybe at the stadium because you need a beer. I wait in line for nothing else. Like, just go find something else. Yeah, we were at Bush Garden trying to get food. It took an hour just to get in the door. I'm like, we got to go. Like, I'm not waiting this in longer for fucking food. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck this. No, yeah, not not for me. I get it. He went down. Uh, his son's at the age where I'm sure he's going to love it. But Oh, yeah, I'm sure. My... Uh, my kids can go buy, like, get a government grant. I'm not going with you. No thanks. And the amount of money <laughs> it costs, the amount of money it costs to go, thousands, thousands. No thanks. Thousands. thousands, like five to six grand. This probably cost them, maybe more. I think more. Yeah, <laughs> might oh. be double that. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the, he cannot bitch at us uh, if we do this football trip. No, you cannot bitch about money uh, at all. Uh-uh. No, at all, at all. If we don't mean more to you than your kids, then fuck you, okay? Fuck you, right? We must start